You're listening to the Northwestern Campus Ministry Podcast from Northwestern College in Orange City, Iowa. Northwestern Campus Ministry exists to send students out as those rooted, built up, and established in Christ for God's glory and for the sake of the world. Thanks for listening and enjoy this recent message from our Christian Formation Program. All right, good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome to chapel. Excited for chapel this morning, excited for worship. Uh, as you may have heard, it is National or it is Native American Heritage Month. And so this morning we are going to be going through a kind of a traditional reformed liturgical service. You know, your call to worship, your confession, your words of assurance, uh, things like that. Uh, but we're going to be using materials that uh, the Christian Reformed Church, the Methodist uh, Church, and a few other denominations put out um, to honor kind of the Native American culture to honor Native American ways of of speaking about uh, who our God is. So I just want to emphasize that uh, throughout this service, uh, this is all done in the name of Jesus. Um, I've put this candle here to remind us that we worship a God who is three in one, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So we're excited to dig into this. So I invite you, uh, there's going to be a lot of participation, a lot of responsive reading, but there will also be a lot of just listening. We're going to listen to some some hymns that you likely all know, but in the Lakota language. And so I just invite you to engage your hearts in maybe a little bit different way today. Uh, So with that, I am excited uh, to start off this service by welcoming uh, Sierra and Skylar Tumbleson. So would you guys please join me in welcoming them to the stage? Hello, uh, we are Sierra and Skylar Tumbleson, and we are from the Lakota Ray Chippewa Nation in Hayward, Wisconsin. Would you please pray with us? Creator, you made all people of every land. It is our responsibility to give thanks and respect to those who occupied this land before we arrived. We give thanks that to the Iyanktuan people of the Ocheti Shikawi, the seven council fires who were the people of this land before us. As we begin this service, we'd like to honor them, thank God for them, and pray for them. Would you stand with us and join in this responsive prayer? Creator God, thank you for the Ikatuan people. May they have unity in their tribe. May their remaining sacred lands be honored and protected. May you bless their efforts to revitalize their language and their culture. May we and all the people who live in and visit these lands honor and respect their history here. May all the Akatawan people know that they are loved by a good and powerful creator. You may be seated. Continuing on, praying responsively, we're going to, our call to worship today comes from Psalm 19, verses 1 and 2. Let us read verse 1 together. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. 
We see God in earth, water, sun, air, everywhere. Verse 2 says, Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. How much more we could learn about our God if we would listen, if we were open to the knowledge that pours into us every minute. Creator is in all he has made. What beauty there is in the opportunity to interact with him in everything we do. Such a life indeed becomes a living prayer. We say this prayer in an unspoken language in respect whenever we harvest, plant, work, or play. When we see God in all things, we live in reverence with everything around us. We enter now into his worship in reverence and in praise. At this time, we're going to uh, listen to a recording of How Great Thou Art in Lakota. The English version will be on the screen. It's likely not a direct translation of what they're singing, but uh, I invite you to listen to the words in a language you might be unfamiliar with and worship in your heart. Um, This recording was done uh, in the 80s on the Crow Creek Reservation near Fort Thompson. Uh, So we'll worship along with them now.
Let's sing together in English the chorus of How Great Thou Art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to me. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to As we move into a time of confession before our God, would you please pray responsively with us? Holy Creator, in whom all things in heaven and earth have their being, have mercy on us. Risen Christ, through the whole creation, is reconciled to God. Have mercy on us. Life-giving Spirit, whose love and truth fills the world and searches the depths of our lives, have mercy on us. Blessed Trinity, source of both unity and diversity, have mercy on us. From our failure to recognize and respect the revelation of your truth and love in the first peoples of this land. Savior, forgive and heal us. For the intentional oppression of indigenous language and culture, Savior, forgive and heal us. For the decimation of indigenous family structures, leaving children vulnerable to abuses of every kind. Savior, forgive and heal us. For the unjust legal, educational, health, and social structures that continue to oppress and destroy the lives of many indigenous people. Savior, forgive and heal us. O God, we pray for the gifts of your grace and your love, which never gives up on us and is forever faithful. Inspire our minds with a vision of the reconciliation of your kingdom in this time and place. Hear us, O Christ. Touch our eyes that we may see the sacredness in all creation. Hear us, O Christ. Touch our ears that we may hear from every mouth of every peoples that hunger for hope and stories of refreshment. Hear us, O Christ. Touch our lips that we may speak of the beauty of every tongue and dialect proclaiming the wonderful works of God. Hear us, O Christ. Touch our hearts that we may discern your mission in which you call us to be immersed, particularly in partnership with the first peoples of this land. Hear us, O Christ. Touch our minds that we may witness to your good news in our neighborhoods, communities, and all parts of the world. Hear us, O Christ. Touch our hands that we may forever shun violence and embrace the work you give us to do. Hear us, O Christ. Draw your church together, O Lord, into one great company of disciples, together following our Lord Jesus Christ into every walk of life, together serving you in your mission in the world, and together witnessing to your love on every continent and island of your creation. We ask this in the name of the risen Christ in whom we are one. If we confess our sins to the Lord and to each other, he is faithful to forgive Uh, During this time, we're going to listen to the Lakota version of Amazing Grace to be reminded of the grace that he shows each and every one of us. Uh, The Lakota words will be the big ones, and then at the bottom, uh, 
we've provided the English translation. It's slightly different uh, than what we're used to, but beautiful. So uh, please listen and worship along with the Lakota version of Amazing Grace. instructions for living today come from Ephesians 2. Uh, I will be reading from the First Nations version. This is a version of the Bible that was put out by Wycliffe Bible translators who you've probably heard of, InterVarsity, um, and they worked with many different Native American tribes uh, to put the Bible um, in kind of a paraphrase and a way of speaking uh, that Native American peoples, even if they don't speak their original indigenous language, are, are used to hearing. Um, so 
the First Nations version of the New Testament was birthed out of a desire to provide an English Bible that connects in a culturally relevant way to the traditional heart languages of the over six million English-speaking First Nations people of North America. It is a retelling of creator's story from the scriptures, attempting to follow the tradition of the storytellers of our oral cultures. Many of our native tribes still resonate with the cultural and linguistic thought patterns found in the original tongues. This way of speaking with its simple yet profound beauty and rich cultural idiom still resonates in the hearts of the native people. Hear these words from Ephesians 2. We all once walked a dark and crooked path that led us to death. Our broken ways caused us to miss the mark and wander from the good path, following the worthless ways of this world. We all once walked the dark path of the evil one who rules the spiritual atmosphere of this world, that evil spirit who is at work in human beings who have lost their way. This is how all of us once lived when we followed our uncontrolled emotions fed by bodily desires and dark thoughts. These broken ways became our natural condition, and like the rest of humankind, we were, children's, we were children deserving of Creator's anger. But the Lord, the great spirit who is kind and forgiving because of his deep love raised us up from spiritual death. Even though we were walking the road of death, he made us alive again with the chosen one. This is what it means to be rescued by the gift of his great kindness. He lifted us up with him to the highest place in the spirit world above and put us on a seat of honor alongside Jesus. He did this to show us the overwhelming greatness of his kindness and mercy, not only in this age, but in the many ages to come, all because of what Jesus, the chosen one, has done. It is by trusting in the gift of his great kindness that we have been made whole. It is not because of any good thing we have done, but only by accepting a gift that we can never earn. In this way, no one can brag or boast about themselves, but only humbly give thanks. We are like clay in his hands, molded from the chosen one, made to be like him, and walking the ancient pathways he originally created us for. And our gospel reading today comes from John 3, the story of Nicodemus talking to Jesus. A man named Nicodemus came to Jesus in secret at night. He was one of the separated ones, or Pharisees, and a headman of the tribes of wrestles with Creator, or Israel, who sat in the great council. Out of the shadows, he whispered, Wisdom keeper, we know the Lord sent you to teach us. No one can perform powerful signs like these unless the maker of life walks with him. I speak from my heart, creator free, or Jesus answered. Only one who has been born from above can see creator's good road. Nicodemus was surprised by this strange answer, so he asked, Can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter his mother's womb to be born a second time? Listen closely, Jesus answered. One must be born of both water and spirit to walk creator's good road. The human body only gives birth to natural life, but it takes the spirit of God, our creator, to give birth to spiritual life. Do not be surprised that I have said to you, you must be born from above. Everyone born in this way is like the wind that blows wherever it wants. You can hear its sound, but no one knows where it comes from or where it goes. How can these things be, Nicodemus asks. Jesus looked gently but firmly into his eyes and continued, How can it be that a wisdom keeper and spiritual leader of the tribes of Israel does not understand these things? 
Listen closely, for you fail to hear what we are talking about. We are speaking about things we know to be true. But if you do not believe me when I talk about things on earth, how will you believe me when I talk about the things from the spirit world above? For there is only one who has gone up and come down from the world above, the one true human being. Do you not remember when Moses lifted up a pole with a snake on it in the desert wilderness? This is what will happen to the true human being. So people will put their trust in him and have the life of the world to come that never fades away, full of beauty and harmony. The great spirit loves this world of human beings so deeply he gave us his son, his only son who fully represents him. All who trust in him and his way will not come to a bad end, but will have the life of the world to come that never fades away, full of beauty and harmony. Creator did not send his son to decide against the peoples of this world, but to set them free from the worthless ways of the world. The ones who trust in him are released from their guilt, but for the ones who turn away from him to follow the ways of this world, their guilt remains. This is because they are turning away from the life of beauty and harmony the Lord, the great spirit, offers through his son, Jesus. This is what, this is what decides for or against them. My light has shined into this dark world, but because of their worthless ways, people love the dark path more than the light. When they choose the dark path, they do not want others to see, so they hide in the darkness and hate the light. But the ones who are true and do what is right are walking in the daylight so others can clearly see that they are walking with Creator. This is the word of the Lord. We're going to respond uh, to this good news that we just heard by singing uh, that last verse of Amazing Grace that we heard in Lakota. And the pronunciation is pretty simple. So uh, we'll just go through it quick and then we'll sing it together. So repeat after me. The first word is Wakan, Tanka, Yata, Nunwe. Wakan, Tanka, Yata Nunwe. All right, let's sing that together. This is just the tune of Amazing Grace. Wakantanka Yata Nunwe. Wakantanka Yata. said it. Let it be so indeed. Uh, we're going to go to the doxology now. Um, so would you please stand? And we are going to listen first to uh, the Lakota version and watch this video of, uh, of a Lakota man singing. And then we'll close by singing in English the doxology together. You know, this song I'll sing for you, the Indian people would, would sing. Uh, at, at maybe a religious gathering and a meal, and it's the English called English versus doxology, and maybe Mary can join me. 
from SGA, so enjoy those. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.